You're listening to Renewal by the Book, a Quran tafsir podcast based on Imam al-Ghazali's Ihya. This podcast is brought to you by Seekers Hub. This Ramadan, our goal is to raise $75,000 in monthly donations to build a global Islamic seminary so that dedicated students all over the world can complete their journeys and become Islamic scholars. You can help them by becoming a monthly donor at seekershub.org slash donate. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala sayyidina wa nabiyina wa habibina Muhammad. Sayyidil awalina wal akhirin. Imamil muttaqeen. An nabiyil hadi ila siratin mustaqeem. Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa atba'ihi wa ahbabihi ila yawmiddin. Alhamdulillah. As we continue to look at renewal by the book, looking at how we can improve our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by looking at the key themes of Imam Ghazali's Ihya Ulum al-Din, we're looking tonight at two parts of the Ihya, on the love of Allah and sincerity and it of intention and the verses that we have chosen for this are from Surah Al-Ma'idah the fifth surah of the Quran and here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes those who turn away from faith what is their consequence and what is the consequence of those who embrace faith and what is the reality of faith and we see from this amazing verse many meanings related to what causes people to turn away from faith and what is the underlying quality of any believer. But what is the potential of belief as well? That because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes, Ya yuhalladina amanu, man yartadda minkum an dinihi, fasofa yatillahu biqomin yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbuna. O you who believe, whoever of you should turn away from his religion, Allah will surely bring forth in in their place a people, yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbuna. He will love and who will love him. So in this verse we see a number of firstly broad lessons that what is it that causes people to turn away from belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, lack of love. This is why one of the great scholars of the Indian subcontinent, he described that Iblis who then became known as the Shaytan, right? Iblis was the most worshipful of Allah's servants, apparently, he had three qualities, all beginning with Ain. He had ilm, more ilm than anyone around. He also had ibadah, he had much worship. Even the angels looked up to him, though he was of the jinn. He also had irfan, he also had experiential consciousness of Allah. Because even when Allah manifested His wrath 
and cast him, him away from heaven, even then, he had the awareness of Allah, the irfan, to know that Allah's mercy exceeds his wrath. So he asked for respite until the last day, and it was granted. But he lacked a fourth ayn, which is the cause of his fall. He lacked true love. He lacked ishq, intense love. And because he lacked intense love, he did not humble himself before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we see this meaning, that people turn away from faith due to a lack of love. Right? And that's why nurturing love of Allah in the community of faith is one of the central aims of our religion. Because without love, faith does not last. Because faith requires sacrifice. And there has to be some, some meaning that is driving that spirit of sacrifice. But we also see that as a community, we are a community protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There will be those who will turn away. There were people who turned away from belief in the Prophet who committed riddah, who apostatized. But Allah promises that for each, each, or each individual who turns away, there'll be groups of people who enter into the faith. Many yartadda minkum, whoever of you turns away from their religion, فَسَوْفَ يَأْتِ اللَّهُ بِقَوْمٍ Allah will come forth with a people who love Him and whom He loves. Right? So this is, a, you know, sometimes we get worried as if we are the custodians of the deen. People are leaving Islam, this is happening, that happened, oh my goodness, what do I do? The religion of Allah is in the hands of Allah. You do your job, and don't, don't worry about what, what is Allah's. Right? The question is, what are you doing? Right? That should be the point of concern. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes, what is the characteristic of these people that Allah will bring forth? Yuhibbuhum, He loves them. From that we also see that anyone who has faith, Allah has love for such a person. Allah only guides to him. One whom he loves. وَيُحِبُّونَ And who love him? But this is where the question arises. Do you truly love Allah? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the characteristics of those servants whom he loves and who love him. أَذِلَّةٍ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ They are humble towards the believers. أَذِلَّةٍ عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ They are powerful against the disbelievers. And أَعِزَّةٍ here. If you translate as powerful, they are, Iz is honorable. They're strong. But Iz is also dignity and restraint. Iz, and from that you have the idea of ta'azuz, right? that you are dignified. So, a'izzatin al kafirin, they are firm, strong, and dignified, and restrained with the disbelievers. Aizzatin al kafirin does not mean that they, they, they're honorably strong. You could translate it, right? It is not that they are they blow up the disbelievers, right? This is an amazing term, right? Aizzatin al kafirin, right? They are powerful, strong, firm, but 
dignified, restrained, you know, they are principled with those who reject and fight them. يُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ They strive in the path of Allah. وَلَا يَخَافُونَ لَوْمَ تَلَائِمٍ they strive in the path of Allah and they do not fear the blame of any critic. That is the bounty and favor of Allah. He grants it to whomever he wills. And Allah is vast, is all-encompassing and knowing. So, this verse is of the many verses in the Qur'an that talk about the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there's of course a, a specific context to the revelation of these verses, right, which I'd urge you to look at, to familiarize yourself with. Right? In specific, it is talking about those who leave the faith. Right? And this happened even in the time of the Prophet right? And there's a specific context with respect to those whom Allah will bring forth. It is come in hadith that is referring to the people of Yemen. Because as Islam spread, there are those who rejected the faith. And Musaylam al-Kathab, for example, the false prophet, appeared during the time of the Prophet as did others. But there are also groups of people who entered the faith, many of whom, such as the people of Yemen and elsewhere, who made good their faith. Right? So do not worry about that. And that's, just, that's the story. History expresses the tendencies of the human, of, of the human, of the human self. And the human self is as Allah fashioned it. So history has its appearances, but the realities of history are the same. Right? They are the people of, of truth and, and light and good and virtue. And, there's the, and there are people of falsehood and darkness and vice. There are people of justice. There's people of wrongdoing. And there are people who incline towards the people, to the circle of light. And there's those who incline towards a circle of darkness. And then there is the confused middle. People who could go this way and could go that. Right? People who could go this way and that. It is, and that reality of light and darkness and what takes place in between. That is all in the hands of Allah. The responsibility is to be of the people of light and to be of those who call people to that light. So, we see here two central realities. Firstly, the reality of love and then the reality of the implications of that love. So what is love? Right? What is love? The first thing to consider about love is what is the love of Allah? Right? What is the love of Allah? Right? 
the فَسَوْفَ يَأْتِ اللَّهُ بِقَوْمٍ يُحِبُّهُمْ Allah will bring forth in place of those who turn away a people He will love. And the theologian, love is complicated. Because how could Allah love? Because love is a feeling. And, and feelings are changes that take place. Changes take place in time. And Allah is exalted beyond change. Right? The, the, one of the Quranic proofs for the createdness of the heavens and the earth is change. Ikhtilaf. In the createdness of the heavens and the changing of night and day. Right? And they say, Change is the, the sign of something being originated. Look to yourself and then the higher worlds and the lower worlds. In them you'll find a creation of marvelous perfection. Yet in it lies the proof of its originating from nothing. Because anything for which it is possible not to exist, it is absolutely impossible for it to be eternal. So then, if love is an emotion, love is a feeling, then how would it apply to Allah? So some said, well, love does not apply to Allah. But the ulama disagreed. They say love of Allah is a reality. And then some said, but we don't know what it is. But that's not very helpful. That's not very helpful. What we can understand of the love of Allah is a specific reality. What is that? Imam Abu Al-Qasim Al-Qushayri, who's known as Al-Ustaz, he's quoted by Mullah Ali Al-Qari, that what does it mean that Allah loves His servants? That Allah's love is His choosing to reward and honor His servant in a particular way. Drawing that servant close to Him right, in a particular way. So love is a type of divine choosing of the servant. Of rewarding them and honoring them and drawing them close to him. So then they said, then isn't that mercy? And in reality, both love and mercy go back to one divine attribute, which is irada, which is the divine will. Right? Mercy goes back to Allah's Choosing good for his servant. And love is Allah's granting good plus honoring and drawing close. 
So love is a subset of mercy. Right? Mercy is more general, is a general choosing and granting of good. Love is a particular expression of mercy. It is higher, purer, and more consequential. Right? So there is a distinct sense between mercy and love, between rahmah and mahabba. But divine love is this Allah's drawing the servant close to him and honoring them. So that is Allah's love. Right? Allah's love is his choosing his servant right? and drawing him close. So love is closeness. Right? Because true love is to be with the one you love. Al-mar'u ma'aman ahab. A person will be with those they love. And people understand that at many levels. People, someone lost his, their, their, their spouse, you'll be with the one they love, you want to be with your wife. You'll be with the one you love. But the Prophet said, You will one day be with the one you love. You are with the one you love. So love is closeness. Love is beholding. And the ulama have talked at length about what it means to love Allah. So that Allah's love is this drawing close. Right? What, is, what does it mean to love Allah? Right? And much has been said about love of Allah. Right? Amongst the most eloquent expressions of what it means to love Allah is what Ibn Ajiba explains in his tafsir basing on what others before have mentioned that love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in reality is a gift from Allah. He quotes one of the great early imams, Abu Yazid al-Bistami, who said that when I began on the spiritual path, I erred regarding four things. غَلِفْتُ fi arba. He says, I imagined that I am tawahamtu anni azkuruhu wa a'rifuhu wa uhibbuhu wa atlubuhu. I imagine that I remember Allah and I know Allah and I love Allah and I seek Allah. But when I attained some realization, I came to recognize that his remembrance of me preceded my remembrance of him. And his knowing me preceded my knowing him. And his love for me preceded my love for him. And his seeking of me preceded my seeking of him. Yuhibbuhum wa yuhibbuna. He loves them and they love him. Which is why one of the ways we nurture love for Allah is not to say, how do I love him? But to ask Allah for his love. Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbak. Oh Allah, I ask you for your love. 
and the love of those who love you. And we say, I ask you for your love, meaning I ask you to love me, and I ask that you place your love in my heart for you. Because that inclination, you do not create your inclinations. They're from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which is why love arises from a sense of deep neediness. Right? So, what is love then? Right? Ibn Mashish, who was the teacher of Imam Abu Hassan al-Shadili, he defined love that Al-Mahabbatu akhdatun min Allahi qalba man ahab That love is a taking from Allah of the heart of one whom he loves. بِمَا يَكْشِفُ لَهُ مِن نُورِ جَمَالِهِ Of what Allah discloses to them of the light of his beauty. وَقُدْسِ كَمَالِ جَلَالِهِ And of the sacredness, of the perfection of his majesty. And then he explains that, that it is a taking of the heart. Such that the one concern of the servant becomes their Lord. So that the one concern of the servant becomes their Lord. Which is why the consequence of love is sincerity. And it's manifest in one's conduct. Because true love, what is it? True love is to seek only the beloved and to turn only to the beloved. And that's what sincerity is. Sincerity is to act for the sake of Allah alone. Love is to incline only towards the one whom one loves. How do you, how do you incline towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? By seeking Allah in all that one does. And that's what sincerity is. And the consequence of love is sincerity. And it's manifest in one's character. Adillatin al mu'min. They are humble towards the believers. Why? Because they are seeking Allah through dealing with them. Likewise, they are a'izza. They are noble, firm, strong, dignified with, the, with those who reject the faith. Why? Seeking Allah thereby. It's not their vehement. Right? They act, their conduct is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? That is sincerity. That is sincerity, which is why love is to be sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Okay? And signs have been mentioned of this love. That love is that you be where your beloved seeks you to be. I love is to be where your beloved seeks you to be. And where should you be? You should be on the footsteps of Allah's beloved. Okay? That's why the sunnah is an act of love. Right? The sunnah is an act of love, which is why the Sahaba's attitude towards the Sunnah 
of everything was an almost irrational love. One of the Sahaba was walking in the desert and he suddenly bent down and then stood back up. He said, why? He said, there used to be a tree here when the Prophet passed by here. He bent down. So they did it. Okay. They would lose themselves in thinking about the Prophet I say the Aisha was once waiting for her father when he was sitting in the mosque of the Prophet judging between people and resolving their disputes. And she started thinking about the Prophet because he used to sit there. And then she got lost thinking about poetry said in praise of the Prophet by his uncle when he was a child. Describing the beauty of the Prophet even as a child. So when, and she got lost in the thought. This was not just a functional love. Why? Because he embodies all that is beloved to Allah. So Abu, Abu Bakr who poked her, I said, Ya Aisha, what are you thinking about? And she said, I, I was thinking about the lines of his uncle who said, Abyadu, ghamamu biwajhi. Fair. Rain is thought, rain is sought from the clouds by the beauty of his face. Yatama, the protector of orphans, Ismatun Lil Aramili, the caretaker of widows. And she was crying, teary-eyed, in longing. And Abu Bakr who started crying and says, Eh, wallahi kana kadhalik. Indeed, truly, that's how he was. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So this sincerity, right, this passion to, to be where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has called us to be. This is love, right? And that is sincerity. And true sincerity is to be present with the one for, whom, for whose sake we're acting. True sincerity is to be conscious of the one one is acting for before being conscious of one's actions. And Allah comes first. So there's degrees of sincerity. One is that you strive to, to affirm sincerity. Right, so you're doing something and you strive to connect it to being for the sake of Allah. And that's the least of sincerity. And that's a weak love that you're striving to love. And that's good. If you don't find it, then fake it. But better than that is that not you, you strive to make it for Allah. But what drives you to an action is the meaning of love and wanting to seek Allah. Right? Had it not been for your love deep within us, we would not have even moved, as one of the poets said. That one naturally wants to do this for Allah. And that's higher sincerity, that what drives you to your choices is that this is what will be pleasing to Allah. So you choose it. It's not that you made a choice and then you ascribe it to Allah. But that the choice is made on the basis of what's pleasing to Allah. But higher than that is to be present with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To be conscious of Allah 
and to be reliant upon Allah, and then to direct oneself towards actions. Because Allah is more real than you, and He is more real than your actions and choices. And that's the highest of sincerity, is to be with Allah. But that requires striving, beginning by striving to make whatever one is doing for the sake of Allah. And if it can't be for the sake of Allah, to leave it. But strive to have that momentum of choosing on the basis of what is pleasing to Allah. And that's what love is. And they say, Sallim li salma wa darat. Surrender to the one you love and turn wherever she calls you to turn. And those who are married, you know, that, that works in marriage too. Right? Give up and And higher than that is to be with the one, to be with the beloved. Okay? And that's why the highest of love is, un, is uns. Of the highest of love is uns, is intimacy. Okay? And that one finds comfort with the one that one loves. And that's where true sincerity arises. Because it's not something that you're striving for, but it's there. It's there. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take us on the levels of sincerity and to grant us the quality of those beloved and sincere, the key of which is to be humble with believers and to be firm with those at opposition to faith, both out of love of Allah out of sincerity to Allah. And to be clear, of course, that this is not about belligerence with the disbelievers. Izza is, is strength with dignity. It is power with principle. Okay? Izza is beautiful strength. It's majestic and beautiful strength. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us that dhilla and that izza, that humility, and that strength was sallallahu ala sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa habibina muhammad wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin thank you for listening to this seekers hub podcast to listen to the rest of our shows please visit seekershub.fm you can also subscribe to our weekly email newsletter called compass where we'll send the best of seekers hub's content straight to your inbox every single week to get on the list visit seekershub.org/compass